are the power creeps. Oh. I am the butcher with Spooky Pants. Again. We are back for episode two. We made it. That's right. That is right. This is a Magic the Gathering podcast. I want to be clear on that. Well, in case you're confused. We love Magic the Gathering. Magic the Gathering loves us. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. I just want to start by thanking everybody who downloaded our first episode and gave us a shot. We had over 30 downloads, which is pretty good. Yeah, for starters. Hopefully you guys like it. Want to uh, shout out to our website real quick. It's thepowercreeps.wordpress.com. We'll be posting them all there for now. And I want to get people on there leaving feedback. We want to know what you think. Yeah, just any feedback. I know you trolls probably going to leave some. Well, if they can make fun of us, whatever. whatever. Leave positive feedback too, but yeah. what did you like? What didn't you like? We know we want to know. We want to improve the show for our faithful listener. <laughs> so that's that. Uh, basically, all we have left to do today is just finish up the Rise of Eldrazi. Rise of Eldrazi. Spoiler. Yeah. Eldrazi. I say Eldrazi. Eldrazi. That's why I'm the butcher. It, well, <laughs> it's, that's an opinion. True to my name. So we're going to finish that up. What do we got left? Blue, white. Yeah, blue, white, and colorless. And then That's it. next week, we're going to be joined by Lunch Pail. Lunch Bucket. Lunch. Actually, his, I think his name's kind of... Lunch Pail. It's up for grabs. Oh, we're going to change his nickname. Oh, well, he might. But we like Lunch Bucket. I like Lunch Sack or Lunch Pail. So if he changes it, it's, you know... He'll probably change it. He'll so. change it. But he'll be joining us next week. Next week's show, we're going to talk about our pre-release experiences. We're all going to the pre-release... Multiple times. Multiple times. And we'll probably next week we'll do our top five Rise of the Eldrazi cards. Yeah. We'll talk about what we think is the best card. I always have a hard time narrowing it. Well, we'll Down to five. But I'll, top five. So that'll be I'll next week. top, like, top 30. We want to try doing this every Friday, right? That's what we're thinking. We're thinking every Friday. Every Friday. Creepcast. Thepowercreeps.wordpress.com. It's our website. Go check it out. All right, let's get rolling here on the rest of the spoiler. We're going to start with blue. I guess I'll start reading because I guess... All right, yeah, I'll do white. Oh, lucky you. Yeah. Lucky you. I'll, st- that's, I'll do that. You can Maybe do blue. Great start with Aura Finesse. Yeah. That was amazing. No, not really. <laughs> it's one blue instant. Attach target aura. You control to target creature, so you can move an aura. And you get to draw a card. It's a can't trip. So... Yeah. It's pointless. Well, I don't know. I really? mean, it's pointless. What are you going to do with it? Yeah, I mean, somebody's going to try to put it in a, in a casual, maybe an enchantment. But I, the, the enchantment decks that I, like, if I was going to build one, and it, you know I will, mm-hmm. it's probably going to be green and white. It's, it's not going to, I mean, I guess you could do multicolored, but. Yeah, it's just, it's one of, it's just like. I mean, well, I don't see the benefit. I mean, I guess you could, I'm going to O-ring this creature, you know, or I'm going to... No, it's Aura, so the O-ring's a, not an Aura. Oh, you know, you're right. Oh. So, I mean, you're near nowhere, then. That's not even an Aura, is it? God damn it. You're the enchantment pro. You're the enchantment So, pacifism pro. is going to go... Correct. You can move one, that. Yeah, but, or maybe guard duty. I don't know. It's useless. Yeah. Cast through time. Speaking of useless. Yeah, no kidding. Four, or I'm sorry, seven casting costs. Yeah. Four colorless and three blue. So it's really hefty blue, blue uh, requirement. It's a global enchantment. It's a mythic rare, which is going to really be lame. It's going to be a sweet pull. <laughs> Instants and sorcery spells you control have rebound. And it's just too expensive to be relevant, right? I mean, it's 
I mean, what would you put it in? I mean, giving an instant rebound is kind of cool. Yeah, like what? The Pyromancer Ascension deck? I, or, I no, mean, that wouldn't even count, right? You have to cast a spell, don't you know? Yeah, but I mean, at least all those in Tamir spells get, get rebound, but... The spells get exiled, too, when you when they have rebound. So you cast a Lightning Bolt, the Lightning Bolt gets ex- exiled. It doesn't go to the graveyard. Ugh. No good, then. It's too expensive. <laughs> Champions, Drake, two casting costs, 1-1 one, one flying, common, obviously. He gets plus three, plus three, as long as you control a creature with three or more level counters on it. So basically, if you have any type of leveler deck, I mean, he's not the worst card ever. No, nah, I mean, you might you might grab him in the draft or whatever, yeah, because he's a two-drop, one-one flying. Well, he'll be 4-4 four, four if you have a leveler. Yeah. And three level counters doesn't seem like a ridiculous requirement, so. Oh, yeah. okay. Not bad. Here we go, Coral Helm Commander. Uh, two casting costs, so it's blue-blue. Yep. Uh, he's a merfolk. He's a rare. He is. I, uh, he's a leveler, so he starts out as a 2-2. His level-up cost is one colorless. Yeah. At level okay. 2, he's a 3-3 three, three flyer, which, you know... That's pretty good. At level 4, he's a 4-4 four, four flyer, and he pumps up all your merfolk. You other know, merfolk. Not him, though. Other merfolk you control, yep. They all get plus one, plus one. So, really more relevant, I think, because he can fly. Not a, not a bad card. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you're going to build a Merfolk deck in standard. Well, you'd be, well, who knows? Who knows? Maybe with 2011, but if they have any Merfolks. But yeah, he's just, he's not bad. I don't know about being rare, but. I think he's definitely rare. But. Rare that you'll use him. Well, yeah. Crab <laughs> Umbra. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> yeah, it's, a guy, it's a guy driving a. He's driving one of those scrub scrub bubbles. It's Raiden. It looks like Raiden, yeah, doesn't like it? Raiden's in it. Raiden from Mortal Kombat, and he's driving a scrub bubble. He is driving one of the scrubbing bubbles, so he's cleaning. He's cleaning. He's cleaning in the car. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. One casting cost enchantment aura enchant creature. The ability is basically untap enchanted creature by paying two colorless and one blue, and you can do that as many times as you you know as you can tap or put mana into it. It does have totem armor. Mm. So I think relevant because it's a one drop totem armor for blue, right? Yeah, exactly. That that make the ability is yeah. I mean, it's not horrible. You might use it sometime, Somebody but you can find some. But yeah. I think it's, it's it's mainly gonna see some kind of play just because it's oh, like you said, a one drop totem armor. Same things. I think they should, you know, if you had played with a bunch of those scrubbing bubbles, like you could really clean up. You could clean up a, a bathtub hardcore. <laughs> Next, we have Deprive. Two casting costs. Mm-hmm. Instant. So it's blue-blue. Colorless. Uh, obviously, this is a new counter spell. It's counter-target spell. It's an additional cost, though. You must return a land you control. Mm-hmm. It's owner's hand. And uh, obviously, this card has been talked about. A lot of hype around this card. Yeah, and I love it. You love it. I, you know, I'm one of the minority, I think, that really I'm not that excited about it. I think it's good. I mean, I, obviously the drawback isn't a drawback. I mean, you're, you're losing a land. Well, the Halimar Depths thing. The Halimar Depths Everybody's nice. excited, but. It's, I like it. I like the manipulation. You can, I mean, you can use it. I just don't know. I just don't know. You're not going to counter on turn two. Probably not. So, I mean, especially with double blue. So, what, you know... you got to remember, like, like Ever-Flowing Chalice. You know, I mean, you're not going to... 
You're saying if you, for you're not going to lose the land, really? Yeah, I I think you could put it. Is it is it you can replace cancel with it? Probably. Just because late game, it's not a big deal. Yeah. And it's nice. You know, I'd rather have to only have two mana open than three. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the big deal. I mean, that's that's what Blue Mages whine about forever. Now they got it. I mean, it's not perfect. It's not the exact old school counter spell, but it's. It's about as close as you're going to get. And then the art is kind of is Frodo. It looks like Frodo or something's got, like... It looks like a, an elf. Yeah, it's an elf that, like, a, a blue thing blew up in his face. <laughs> and he's, he's, he's looking pretty... He's not really upset Ooh. about it. He's kind of actually... He's kind of, like, happy. I'd say pleasantly surprised. He just got a blue splat in the face. Blue is load. Like in his hands. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Smurf. <laughs> so uh, that one, I you definitely everyone you know it's an, it's a common everyone's gonna have four of them anyway. So well, uh, everyone has to try it out and see how it goes. Yeah, I think it'll be better. Distortion strike one casting cost sorcery target creature gets plus one plus zero and is unblockable till end of turn. Has a rebound or has rebound so do it twice. Um, giving it unblock you know creature unblockable is not a bad thing. No, I mean, there's obviously there's going to be some creatures. I mean, it, it, I think it's going to be more of a combo-y card. Obviously, it's going to be built around a, a, a creature that's, that guess. you really want. Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, what? I don't. I can't really think of a creature that you really want to deal damage. Well, one of those big Eldrazi's, you know. If, if yeah. You but you're probably going to get through anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's pointless. Unblockables are nice, though. Anything that, you know, makes something unblockable. I mean, I know. I, there's, there's some, and I just can't think of them. There's, there's obviously some creatures that, you know, if it deals to, I mean, it's not Adele, for example, which is uh, in, in, a bad creature. <laughs> but, you know, at least you can get her through. And what's the other one? There's, there's another blue creature. I think, I, actually, we haven't even come to it yet, but I know there's... Or something if it attacks. Yeah. Well, there's that one. Yeah, leveler. Oh, gosh, is that one oh. terrible one? We'll get to that. But there you go. That's something. Yeah, distortion strike. It's okay. Yeah. Domestication, forecasting cost, enchantment, again, aura, enchant creature. It's basically control magic, you know, except if their creature, if the creature's power is four or greater, you have to sacrifice domestication, thus giving the creature back to the opponent. Um, and it's yeah. just four or greater. So, if it, you know, if it has to be a 3-3 three, three or less, basically, to gain control of it. Yeah. So, I don't know. What do you think? I, I, I just don't know. I just don't think it's that great. I don't think it's Joe that Maddox great. Joe is actually not a bad card these days. But Well, I mean, the, the yeah, I don't think it's going to see any play. Because the only reason you see play with it right now is for uh, the Blood Witch. Yeah. This I mean, you're going you're gonna to take the Blood Witch. And, and what? This, this this can't do that. So, it's, and, it's gone. See ya. And, and getting control of something for a turn is really irrelevant. Unless you, I guess you could sacrifice it, but... Yeah, that's true. I, I mean, see it. Have your closet geeks out, which no one will. Dormant Gomazoa. Three category cost, one colorless, two blue, rare, flying, enters the battlefield tapped, doesn't untap during your untap step, and whenever you, bec- whenever you become the target of a spell, you may untap it. It is a 5-5. Five, five. So it's a 5-5 five, five flying for three. Obviously, this card gets me excited. Yeah, I mean, you can target yourself, of course, with spells. So yeah, yeah, that's true. And I and I think, 
you, you know, there's going to be ways to untap it. Obviously, the bear umbra or something. No, that's only land. Yeah, I mean, look at this other, the, the, the jellyfish. Right? The jellyfish. jellyfish, there you go. You can do it. Yeah. The scrub bubbles could untap it. There's probably a couple other ways to untap we just haven't seen yet, but. Yeah, not a bad card. I don't think you're going to see, it's kind of a casual card. It's fun. Yeah, it'll be something that you can, you'll be able to, to do something with it, though. Yeah. It's a 5-5 five, five for three, and it's fine. I like it. It doesn't have Defender, so it's... It's not completely worthless, but if you tag with it, you have to figure a way to untap it again. Well, obviously, you're going to build around the card, but it, yeah. it's feasible. And then we have the Drake Umbra, which is the other Totem Armor from blue. Four colorless, one blue. So five converted mana cost, enchant creature. It gets plus three, plus three flying. It has Totem Armor. Really just a little pricey. Just a little too expensive. I mean, limited, I think it's a no-brainer. I wouldn't pick it early or anything, but it's nice. Yeah. It's going to be something flying. Oh, and plus three, plus yep. three. Basically, yeah, regenerate. Yeah, so. So I, it's very playable and limited, otherwise you're not. It's pretty costly, though. Uh, Echo Mage, a leveler, three casting cost. He starts out as a 2-3. He's rare. Level up cost is one colorless, one blue. you got to get him to level two. Then he can copy an instant or sorcery spell. You know, and you can choose a new target for it, obviously, where you tap him and pay two blue to do that. So basically, <laughs> I mean, it's just a lot of a lot of stuff you have to do. Two blue tap, then you can copy a spell. I mean, how is this ever really going to be good? Eh. And it's just too much. I think I think it's cool because it looks like DMX. <laughs> DMX. What you really want. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So you get to play as DMX <laughs> wizard, apparently. Yeah, and DMX would be a good wizard. I don't think he's a bad card. I don't, think it's, I don't think it's bad. And if you do level him up to four, when you pay the same cost, you know, the two blue tap, he does copy two spells. But, again, I mean... He doesn't copy two spells. He copies one spell twice. Oh, okay, that's a good distinction. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, copy target, it's just three spell twice. So, I mean, I, you know, the, my, the first thing that comes to my head is, like, time warp. Cast a time warp and then copy it. But that's just going to take out... It takes up a lot of... You know, it takes, what, seven mana to do that? But I just don't know. I'm not still on DMX yet. Yeah, I mean, you could just copy a lightning bolt twice. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's got a lot of applications, but... Again, casual players, I think, will like it. It, it is definitely a place. It's definitely going to see played some casual decks. Yeah, I mean, we'll, Probably, be, we'll be seeing it online. Somebody will try to do some. We're going to see all these cards online. People are going to make decks with all this crap. Especially whatever. the next one. The Eel Umbra. Two casting cost. Flash... Enchant Creature, it's an enchantment aura, obviously. Enchant Creature gets plus one, plus one, has totem armor. What, you think that's crap? No, actually not too bad. Yeah, I think Because you can save a, you know, you can save a creature. Spoke too soon on that. I think yeah, it's and Flash is very cool. They don't have a lot of Flash stuff right now. So. Not only that, I mean, it's, it's you know, I guess, got the giant gross surprise factor. It's plus one, but it's one, it's like, a, it's like a semi, I mean, it's not really going to... Yeah. <laughs> not really gonna do too much, but it's it's a mermaid in <laughs> in a semi. Yeah, it's nice. Made in a eel. So yeah. I, I think I think the surprise to say the surprise like save a creature, but it'll never see surprise it. aura. Uh, Enclave cryptologist, one casting cost, leveler. So it's a this thing is a zero one every level. So no matter what you do, it's a zero one. It's, it's very fragile. You uh, level up with one colorless and one blue. Mm-hmm. 
level one, it's a merfolk looter, so you draw a card. One, two, two, yep. It's so, essentially, it's a turn two merfolk looter. Yeah. I mean... Not bad. Who cares? Well... That's what I say. I mean, I, I don't think that's a big deal. I mean, Merfolk Looter is actually kind of a nice card. I, pl- I play with them, you know, a lot of times in game. Well, limited. In limited, it's not bad. It's really good. Yeah. Gets you what you need. Well, and then the thing I didn't mention is when you level it to level three... You just draw a card. You just draw a card, and that can't be bad. And if they want to kill your zero one, you know, it's not like you're investing a ton of mana into it. So I think you're right. I think limited is actually pretty useful. Yeah. I don't think you'll see constructive play, though. She won't. But... Yeah. Fleeting Distraction. Oh, okay. <laughs> Great art. Is that Herloon? Herloon the Minotaur? Herloon, yeah. <laughs> you got by him. One casting cost, blue, so it's one blue, it's an instant. Target creature gets negative one, negative zero until end of turn, and you draw cards, you cycle of one drops, cantrips, which are just... It's... Never playable in any fashion. Yeah. Frost, Wind, Invoker. Five casting cost, three, three, flying... So far, it sounds really awesome, but imagine this. Eight colorless mana, and you can mm. give all your creatures flying to one of turn. I mean, again, this is that cycle of yeah. eight mana to do something somewhat... And you don't have to tap it. I mean, you could you could pay 16 mana. It would do nothing, yeah. And do nothing with it. So it's really good. I mean, giving all your creatures flying, you know, and maybe limited if you're in a tight match. And, I mean, it's yeah. obviously limited worthy a little bit because yeah, it's no. blah, blah, blah. So you'll see them. And it would be kind of annoying if you've got a bunch of ground creatures. But uh, beyond li- any type of limited implications, it's obviously never going to see constructed, or even probably casual play. Nope. Gravitational shift. Five casting cost. Uh, enchantment. A global enchantment. Another global enchantment. It's rare. It's rare. Creatures with flying get plus two, plus zero. Creatures without flying get minus two, minus zero. So basically, all your, you know, all your non- all non-flying creatures in play are going to be pretty pretty crippled. I, I kind of like this card. Yeah, I don't think it's bad. I mean, it's five casting cards, but that's not that's not bad. I mean, you could... You could build a, like a little cute aggro deck with like a bunch of little blue weenies and white. I don't know, with white or whatever color, but... And then just slap this in there and, you know, obviously make all your guys flying. Yeah, I mean... It's not bad. I mean, giving stuff negative two, it's going to slow down. You know, whatever you're playing against. Yeah, that's I, I like I like the negative two more than the plus two. Yeah. I mean I like I like hurting them more than building a whole flying deck around it. Not bad. I obviously not bad. No, I, I don't think, think it's, it's limited worthy, but No, not limited, but I think even standard it, it could have a it, I think it has a, a sideboard. Well, I think you could build like a some aggro deck or something maybe, but or if there's, if, yeah, I, I mean, really, is it really good against White Weenie or something? No, no, I wouldn't say White Weenie. Maybe good against Red Deck Wins? Kind of, but it's five casting cards. You're dead by then. So I don't know if it's going to have too much standard implication. Yeah, we'll see. Interesting, we'll see. though. Yeah. Very cool card. I mean, good good design. How about that? Sure. And cool art. Right? Yeah. No. I like looking at the under. I just don't like the way that Eldrazi looks. Flying spaghetti. And Rockle. Guard Gomazoa. Three casting cost jellyfish. Of course, it has defender and flying. It's a 1 3. Prevent all the combat damage that would be dealt to guard Gamazoa. Gomazoa. So, yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's a 1 3 basically wall that can't die. I mean, it's. it's, it's a, I think it's a limited must pick. 
Must pick, yeah, I think so. I think you're right. I think it's up there. I mean, it can block a lot of stuff that, I mean, it, it can block, block anything and not yeah. die. Obviously, it, it dies to Wrath of God effects and stuff, but who Or knows? any damage. You can bolt it. Oh, that's true. You're right, because it's only combat damage. But if they're going to waste it. Yeah, if they want to bolt a, a Gomazo, let them do it. So I think it's I think it's very good, yeah. Very, very cool. Interesting. A lot of interesting blue cards. That's typical blue, though. Hate us. Hate I hate it. Why are you being a hater? Hada? Spy Patrol. Hada Spy Patrol. Like Hada Freeblade, right? Yeah. Hada Spy Patrol is a two casting cost leveler. Does that smell good? (laughs) That's great. Hada, two casting cost leveler. Uh, Starts out as a 1 1. It's three to level up. Oh, we're just like little school children, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. All right. Agreed. Three to level up. Uh, level one, it's a two-two, and it's unblockable. That's why he's unblockable deals. What are you still laughing? <laughs> All right. Back with us. I'm here. Good. I, I can't smell it, so <laughs> not too worried. You will. Let's start doing these over the internet together. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's uh, one. T- I'm sorry. It's a two-two level up to level two. It's unblockable. Then when you make it level three, it becomes a three-three with shroud. Yeah, it's uh. That's well, good. Very good. Cute little guy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's really good. I think it's okay. I think it's cool. Yeah. I think it's really cool. It's not an ally. Really? I don't know why it's a hot if it's not an ally. All right, next we have Helmar Wave Watch. Sweet card. <laughs> two casting cost leveler. Merfolk. Uh, level up cost is two colorless. Starts out as a zero three, so it starts out really bad. Uh, level one to zero six. Mm. Uh, all the way to level four. So, I mean, a zero six really is terrible, I guess. It's kind of a wall. Yeah. I, you know, this, maybe, I don't know, do you think this, might have been their answer. Well, continue the card. Level 5, it becomes a 6-6 six, six Island Walk. Yeah, and right away, I think, you know, Spreading Seas. Spreading Seas, yep. Yeah, so. It's okay. That's a viable defender. And then you turn it into uh Maybe not too shabby for a control deck. Because you can kind of stall with it, and then it and then, it's aggressive. So. Yep, so it's something. And if somebody wants to remove it, you know, who really cares? So, yeah, yeah actually, not a bad card. And then we have uh, another. Oh gosh, the next card's a crab. That's a three. <laughs> vanilla. I'm not gonna talk about that. Ari Scuttler. Lake Bear forecasting cost counter spell. Two blue, two colorless, and you can look at their hand when you counter a spell. I think it's mm. horrible. I don't. Yeah, I don't really see uh, any reason to use it. I mean, you could just ever. you could just pretend to go into the bathroom and look at their hand. Yeah. You can stand up and look at their hand. You know, you don't need to. Stand yeah. There's, there's easier ways. Lighthouse Chronologist. That's right. Two casting cost, Mythic Leveler, starts out as a 1-3, and his level up cost is 1 blue. Yep. So basically levels 4 through 6, so he's got to go way up there. He's got to be level 4 before he changes. He's a 2-4. Yeah, gets him out of bolt range. Gets him out of bolt range, still pretty fragile. When you finally get him to level 7... Is when his big ability goes off, which is at the end, at the beginning of an each end step, if it's not your turn, 
then you get an extra turn after this one. So basically, at the end of every opponent's turn, you're going to take two turns in a row. Yeah. And he's a 3-5. So, mm-hmm. so, me, I love this card. I just think it's all. I mean, I love taking turns, which usually isn't very easy to do, but... Yeah, but he's something you just put him out and... Yeah, I mean, you're not really... Forget about it. Around him, but I tell you what, if you can put him in a control deck and, and use that ability, I mean, how yeah. lose? Oh, it's... I think it's great. I love it. I love it. So, he's pretty cool. He's spoiled pretty early. Yeah. Uh, Merfolk Observer. Two casting costs 2-1. When he enters the battlefield, look at the top card of target player's library. Uh, really pointless. Right? I mean, what's what's the point? Yeah, I don't see one. None. Merfolk. Well, a lot of Merfolk in the set. Merfolk Sky Scout. Four casting costs 2-3. Flying. When he attacks or blocks, you untap a permanent... Actually, kind of like this guy. Why do I like him, you think? What, whenever he attacks or blocks on tap target? Yeah, I actually kind of like him because... Well, it's nice for the blocking. Well, that or you can, you can attack. He's going to attack a lot because he's flying. Yeah. And, well, in a controllerish kind of deck, which he probably won't make the cut for, like, a, a standard playable control deck, but if he did, untapping an extra land is kind of nice because a lot of times, you know, you need that, as much land as you can on tap for counters and whatnot. I kind of like it. And, then, yeah, like you said, you can block with them. Yeah, you can block and, and then something. untap wood. Hey, I like it. Don't love it, but I like it. It's, yeah. Uh, Mnemonic Wall, five casting cost, zero four, has Defender. So it's, you know, it's obviously not the most efficient creature, but obviously since when it comes into play, you get to return an instant or sorcery to your hand, which is going to be a pretty big deal, I think. At some point, somebody will find some yeah. for it. I think I think after shards rotates out, yep. you see a lot more control decks, slower decks. That card might get more play. People always use these cards. They find a way to abuse them, so yep. it'll be interesting. Not bad. Narcolepsy, two casting cost. Another enchantment aura, another creature enchantment. Aura. <laughs> Your specialty. Yeah. At the beginning of each upkeep, if enchant creature is untapped, you tap it, so it's kind of like a pacifism for blue. So that's actually pretty relevant, considering you can pretty much nullify any creature. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, what... And then, I mean, the the tapping aspect, uh, I don't... Well, what, that's just... What, what was that red card, you know? If the creature becomes tapped, it deals three damage to its owner. I mean, stupid stuff like that, like stupid little combos. Like maybe that's one, but I think it's really good. Just limited wise is removal. Yeah, and I think it's almost necessary for for limited, especially. There's not a lot of removal, yeah. This really does take care of any any creature. Except yeah, it would not be sweet to put on an Eldrazi. Yeah, so they can't attack you. Yeah, that's good. That's all right. So that's I actually think that's a pretty high pick. Especially yeah. gonna be in blue. There you go. There you have it, narcolepsy. Put that, put that Eldrazi to sleep. Put him to tired town. Fantasmal <laughs> abomination. Three casting costs five five defender. Uh, when it comes, when it becomes the target of a spell or ability, you sacrifice it. So it doesn't have flying. In, yeah, and it's defender. Which makes it kind of sad. I think it was flying would be more relevant. Yeah, it's not even flying. Forget about it. I don't know. Again, you know that that, that aggressive. Uh, every every color's got the three drop wall. Oh, no, they got the two-drop. Yeah, this is... Even have, oh, does blue have a two-drop wall? I don't think so. I don't think so. But this one's kind of one of those deals where if you have some sort of aggro deck, 
that I was already talking about. This may go in there, but again, who knows if that's even going to be. Yeah. Reality spasm. Mm. Uh, X blue blue. Uh, instant choose one tap X permanence or untap X permanence. Um, pretty good. Pretty pretty interesting. Uh, it's, it's instant speed. It's no repeal by any means, but it's it's definitely you know it's kind of a. I don't know how you'd say it, a fog in a way, kind of for for blue maybe, where you could tap out their army. Yeah. Combat starts, or you can. Well, and it has it's it's versatile. I mean, it can yeah. you can untap. I really think it's also limited. It's something you might want to look at, just to have kind of up your sleeve. I mean, mm-hmm. and you get to pick, so maybe you could tap out like all their big creatures and kill a couple of their tiny ones. That kind of deal, kind of mess with combat with it. It's a combat trick. Yeah, so I don't think it's bad. Why not? And you can untap your your Gamazoa or Gomazoa, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gomazoa. <laughs> Recurring insight: six casting cost sorcery. This is rare. Mm. Draw cards equal to the number of cards in target opponent's hand with rebound. Just, I mean, really, why would you ever play this? Uh, I don't know. You know, you know, somebody's gonna try to use it for something. I mean, I guess if you're doing the Holly Mind thing, or you, you know, the yeah, box thing or something. Why would you? Yeah. Why not? Just, yeah. So no, no, go on the on the giant eyeball. Nope. Guy in the eye. Guy in the eye. Regress three casting costs. Instant return target permanent to its owner's hand. And I and I'm starting to think this this bouncing shenanigans, the unsummons, the boomerangs are gonna be a comeback. Yeah, because, well, you're not going to have as many coming to play creatures. Yeah, that's true. So you won't hesitate. And this guy can return planeswalkers. This spell can return planeswalkers. And lands. And lands, that kind of stuff. So I actually really like it. Yeah, I think it's... I think it's viable, even standard. I think it's all right. Renegade Doppelganger. Two casting cards, zero, one, shapeshifter, rare. Uh, whenever, creature, whenever another creature enters the battlefield under your control, yeah. becomes a copy of it. Uh, that tone of turn. And if it does... It, and you may. And you may, and it says... You don't have to have it become a copy. It, it, okay, tone of turn. If it does, it loses its ability for the rest of the turn, so technically you can only do it once, yeah, which is really, you know, irrelevant. So basically, if you have this out, and you, it doesn't trigger coming to play abilities, though. No. So really, what, what kind of... I mean, this really does nothing. Yeah. I, mean, I guess... If you have it out, you you know you play this like turn seven and then turn eight you play an Eldrazi. You can attack with an Eldrazi right away. I don't really see it. Mm-hmm. I'm not liking it. Too not much. a legendary one. Um. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Yeah. So it's. Yeah. Who knows? I don't like it. I don't know. I don't. Maybe somebody will, will tell us. But it's good for it. We'll, I don't see a point. Yeah, actually, you know, somebody goes to the website, leaves a comment, tells us what it's good for, and we'll pretend like we thought of it. And then about. we'll we'll do that. Seagate Oracle. Three casting costs, one, three. He's a human wizard. Enters the battlefield. Look at the top two cards of your library. Put one of them into your hand and the other on the bottom. Uh, this guy's good. Yeah, I, I don't know. Butt. Yeah, you would know. I mean, you play with a lot of blue draw card, discard cards, and... Yeah. I mean, you're, it's kind of like, basically, draw card when he comes into play. He's a 1-3. He's not worthless. And yeah. you get your choice of two cards. I mean, it's it's pretty good. 
I mean, I could see, you know, limited. He's he's good mid-range, you know, area where you could, you know, you want to kind of get that extra card advantage. And I don't know, you know, standard, he may have a place. So, good. Yeah, I'll agree with you on that one, then. See beyond to Cassie Cost Sorcery. Draw two cards, then shuffle a card from your hand into your library. So, I, you know, I really haven't seen this card yet. I, you know, I could see this in a polymorph deck. Yeah, well, that's obviously really good. you're yeah. gonna you're gonna throw your eye on. I actually I really like this, and I, and I'll tell you why because you're gonna get two cards for two mana. Yeah, which, which is, is pretty tough to do. Really cost effect. Yeah, it's good. And there's usually if you cast it early game, uh, uh, obviously turn two, turn three, turn four. Yeah, there's always something you're gonna. Always hit. something in your hand that you really don't need. Yeah, don't really care. So I like it. Draw two cards and then you shuffle. So you draw the cards first. Keep that in mind. Yeah. Like you said, with with any type of uh, uh, polymorph, it's really good because you yeah. draw that draw that big creature. So you're definitely going to see it in polymorph. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I like it. I like it better than treasure hunt. Yeah, I'll now, agree. Now the problem with this card is late game kind of sucks. You know, if you have you know if you have like one or two, maybe zero cards in your hand. Yeah, uh, but it's it's the same thing. I mean, if you just go up to the card above. You know, it's actually more cost of cost because you're drawing two cards. Two, yeah. So then you just put one of the two. I think it's great. I think it's it's not only is it going to. I mean, I don't know about limited necessarily. Actually, limited too. It could be useful, but I think definitely standard play. I, I yeah, and you're going to see a lot. More. Really fills that treasure hunt slot. I think. So yeah, I, I love it. Shared discovery. Uh, sorcery. Uh, this is the one where you draw three cards. So that's it. One casting cost sorcery, draw three cards, right? Amazing. Yeah. Except there's one other thing. You have to tap four untapped creatures you control. Oh. So basically, yes. you have to not play this card. It's completely worthless. Yeah, I don't. Uh, Nothing I can think of. Again, I, you know, this, I keep. I mean, I keep talking about this. You know, you know the thing. That the thing <laughs> is, is if you're if you're gonna be using a lot of those spawn tokens. You might as well tap them because they're zero one. But you really want to put this in your in your have this in your hand and have three creatures out or have two creatures out or and, and it's just a dead card. It screams dead well, card. I mean that's one application. You could use it there. I don't know. Is, does he have a hook for a hand or what is that? Is that a? I don't get why he's wearing a. He's wearing what? a Wonder Woman like <laughs> with this guy in a snowsuit. <laughs> so I don't get the card. I, again, I I don't like it at all. Not one bit. I mean, yes, drawing three cards is very tempting. Yeah, but yeah, it's a lot of work. A lot of rigmarole. Rigmarole. Skywatcher, adept, one casting cost. Another merfolk. Uh, one one to leveler. So it comes in as a one one. The level cost is three. Yeah. Once he's a level one, he's a two two flying. Level three, he becomes a four two flying. So really, again, I think I think he's maybe limited, plausible, but beyond that, I just don't see much use for it. Well, then, the, 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 okay, the picture is a guy floating on a rock, and he's a flying creature. Mm-hmm. And what's up with Merfolk flying? Yeah, they, well, they seem to do that a lot. Well, they, they obviously want to give Blue a lot of flyers. But why? Why Merfolk? Merfolk going to oh, water. Some people make Merfolk decks. Well, they should have called them like bird 
<laughs> bird folk. Bird folk. Well, that's but that's the whole thing. He's flying on the Zendikar land chunk, so he's not really flying himself. But he should be flying like in a pool, like like kind of like <laughs> steaming like, water. No, I I get it. I I get what they're going where they're going at. He's he just grabbed one of the floating Zendikar blocks. Yeah. A piece of that Zendikar block broke off, and he's actually surfing on it. He's surfing. Yeah, okay, then it's cool. So I, and can yeah. obviously breathe outside of the water, right? We, I mean, that's been that known for years. Yeah, okay. I've met a few. You've met a few. <laughs> yeah. So he's just, he, right. he's just really actually smart because he's using part of the landscape to his advantage. Yeah, that's why he's a wizard. That's why he's a wizard. Sphinx of Magozi. Mm-hmm. Six casting costs six, six flying. And keep in mind, it's three colorless and three blue. Yeah. It's a rare sphincter. Mm. Uh, so it's 6-6 six, six flying. His, his ability is basically two blue. So it's two colorless, one blue colon. So you can do it as many times as you have mana. Draw a card, and then put a plus one, plus one counter on it. So, so next turn. The limited, he's really good. He's really good. Yeah, next turn, he's an 8-8, eight, eight, and you get two cards out of the deal. He gets one counter at a time. Yeah, but it's if plus you paid six... Mana to get him oh, out. You can do it twice. Yeah, so he's will be an eight eight, and you'll get two like cards. Him. Yeah, for limited, but, I love him. I mean, but he's not even he's not a bad card. Oh, he's Just, six six flying for six. Yeah, it's pretty insane. You know, I think he could uproot the uh, Jar Jar. The Jar Jar is just not going to be as effective with all these these things of sack. I mean, there's so yeah. much sack power. It's true. Sack. Well, at least you, can, you know, at least him, you can this is the Magosi, you can cast it, get a replacement yeah. card out of it before they make you sack it. Yeah, I I, I like your uh, thinking there. I think he he's a good replacement for Jar Jar Sphinx. Although that shroud is pretty nice on Jar Jar Sphinx. Yeah. Uh, Surakar. Oh boy, here we go. Butcher this one. Surakar. Surakar. Yeah. Spellblade. Three casting costs, two, one, rare. Uh, oh, boy. I mean, do we even have to talk about how bad it is? Sorcery, you put a charge counter. Whenever he deals damage to a player, you draw cards equal to the number of charge counters on him. Absolutely worthless. There you go. This is, okay, you give this guy Shroud and rebound with that other card. And, and then you have the worst crappy deck, yeah. Training grounds, one casting cost, enchantment. Global enchantment, this is another rare. Activated abilities of creatures you control cost up to two less to activate, but this effect cannot reduce the amount of many of mana an ability costs to activate to less than one mana. Whoa, whoa, what? Basically, it only it makes any creature you control cost up to two colorless less. It only affects colorless mana. Wait, activated abilities of creatures you control. First of all, it's okay. activated abilities. So, oh, so ba- basically, okay, so we'll just go back up to Sphinx Magosi. It would cost two less. It would cost two less. So for one blue, you could draw a card and put a plus one, plus one. And it's only, you know, it's an enchantment, and it's one so card. So it's saying it can't reduce it to less than one, so it can't be zero. Is that what it's saying? This effect cannot reduce the amount of mana and ability costs to activate to less than one mana. Yeah. So you can't have a zero. Well, that doesn't make any sense, but... So basically... So, like, with the Sphinx of Magosi, you could just pay one blue with that card. Yep. And it's, you know, it's not horrible. No, it's actually really good because it works with the levelers. Yep. Yep. So, basically, you can level up for, which is why they put that, exactly why they put that out of their closet. 
Yeah. So you could just level up, like, for example, the white leveler, which we'll get to in a little bit. He's only one colorless to level up. Well, there's a, there's a colorless guy in blue. Well, actually, this is actually really interesting. Because if you can level up for cheaper, I mean, I, like I said, I'm kind of liking the levelers. Yeah, so see, like, this Halimari Wave Watch was two colorless so to level up. It cost you one, then. It cost you one colorless. So hopefully you guys understand what we're saying, listening. But basically, essentially what it does is it reduces... Activated abilities on creatures you control by two, colorless, but it will not reduce it to less than one. It yeah. obviously doesn't doesn't change color mana symbols. You can't do that, but so nope. I think it's great. I think it's good. It's only one casting cost. Yeah, and the one casting cost global enchantment is pretty nice. So they're not going to target it. I mean, even if your deck is probably all levelers, they're probably not going to really target it. And we'd have to go through and look at all the activated abilities on all the cards in standard. We'll keep it in mind. Look at that on the back burner. Unified Will, two casting costs, instant counter-target spell if you control more creatures than, than that spell's controller. Yeah. Um, Blue and green. I really like this card. I mean, I, I don't think it's better than Deprive. I don't think it's any worse than Deprive. It's very conditional, but you know what this would really go well with is, like, the, the ally decks, those, like, mill ally decks, where you're going to have more creatures than people. In most cases. Cheap, you know, I, I like it. I think it's got real potential. Yeah, I can see I can see it in a blue and green. I'm thinking more blue and green. I think blue and green will be a pretty nasty. But it's an ally card, right? Doesn't it scream allies? I mean, you can use it to protect yeah. allies. It's really it's, it's yeah. It's a counter spell. It's one blue, one colorless. Again. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It'll, it'll go good there. Uh, venerated, <laughs> venerated. Venerated teacher. Venerated teacher. Three casting cost two two wizard. When he comes into play, you put two level counters on each creature you control with level up. So, yeah, so you're probably going to use him in a different colored deck. You just like Splash, you're saying? Yeah, well, because I don't see that many good levelers in blue. I mean, you got the you got the chronologist or whatever, but... It's almost something where you want... If you, like, for limited, say, if you happen to draft a lot of levelers, he would be pretty nasty. Yeah, and he's a common... And even if he had, like, two levelers out, he's... He's really accelerating them. I mean, he's not bad. I don't think you're going to see a constructed him a constructed, but not a bad old man. So that really wraps up blue, right? That's it. And boy, I mean, blue. Has some yeah. Interesting cards. It's it's typical blue stuff where you're. I mean, at least where I look at it, I'm I'm not a big blue player, so I just kind of. You like, yeah. you like I tr- I've always traded the blue cards away. There's a lot of auras in it, though. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet ones. <laughs> All right, you want to just roll with white? I'll just, yeah, I'll start pounding out the white. Make it happen. Make it happen. All right, we'll start with the Afa Guard Hound. It's a three casting cast hound. Two, two. Uh, this guy has flash, and when he comes into play, target creature gets plus zero, plus three until end of turn. Yeah, and I, so, we were talking about this uh, privately earlier. It just really doesn't do anything, right? It doesn't do I mean, much. You see, I guess you can save a creature from a lightning bolt, but you're never going to slot this in a standard deck. Nope. Nope. They didn't really do much with the flash stuff. All the, the flash. I mean, the, so far, the blue card is one of the better ones I've seen with the flash aura. Yeah. Yep, totem armor. Um, we'll just move on to Caravan Escort, and he's a uh, one drop, one casting cost. Human Knight, and he's a leveler, and his uh, level up is two colorless. He yep. starts out as a one one. Levels 1 through 4, he's a 2-2. Two, two. Levels 5 plus, he gets first strike, and he's a 5-5. Five, five. And I, I like him. I mean... Yeah, he's not bad. He's good. Limited-wise, he's really 
Limited wise, he's well, good. Later, because you just if you put him out as a one one, and if he dies, and he dies. Well, and plus you could put him, you could put him in a three color deck. Exactly. Oh, exactly. Because he's colorless yeah. to level up, so might as well. Not bad. Not, Not bad. All right, here. Yeah, okay, here's the Don Glare Invoker. Another one of these invokers. It's three casting costs as a core wizard. It's a flying two one. You can pay eight colorless and tap all creatures target player controls. Nine. I, you know, these invokers are tough. There's got, obviously, the eight mana requirement is probably not as hard as we think, right? I mean, obviously, with all the spawn tokens and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it must. It, it's obviously, it's kind of like they're mid-rangey. But this one, really, if you can tap all the creatures, it's pretty nasty. You know, like, limited. If they can't yeah. deal with this guy, and you, if it's turn eight, and they, and they can't deal with this guy, what, what can they, you know, you win, Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think it's pretty nasty limited. The more I look at it. I don't know. I'd pass on it. It's a 2-1. Yeah, but it's, it's gradual. You, you know, if you do it out early, you can get a little damage in. You can hold it in your hand on turn 8. It, it really do, it really stops every Eldrazi creature. Right? I mean, a Miracle doesn't care because it just taps all their creatures. So, it's it doesn't target them. So, I think that's actually a pretty strong limited card. I'm yeah. not crazy, but I, I like it. All right. Enough said. I'll go to uh, Deathless Angel. Six casting costs, creature angel. It's a 5-7 flying. Now you can pay two white mana, and target creature is indestructible this turn. Yep. You can do it as many times as you want. You can do it to her. You can do it to... And it was six casting costs? Yep, six casting That's rare. I, you know, you're the white player. What do you think? Limited. Just limited, not... not just limited. Heavy, heavy white limited. I wouldn't toss it in. I mean, if maybe one, one in, like, if you have a pretty decent deck, you might want to maybe throw one in. I mean, aren't you really just going to go with Banes you know, at five or even Iona? Well, I, you know, not everybody can afford Baneslayers. Not everybody has them. And this, you know, you know, actually, I'm sure this card is worth nothing. Oh, uh, no. I'm just gonna it's look. It's not bad. It's one of those what I call four box. It's going for four box. Power creep cards where it's you know a couple of years ago this thing would have been ridiculous. Yeah, it would have. Because of the way the you know magic is now, everything's so powerful. It's just not doesn't look quite the end. Yeah, I mean it's a five seven flying for six man. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's just not bad. And it's six casting cost. And you're, I mean, if you look at it that way, it's pretty cost efficient. But it's yeah, there's better things. We got Demystify. Right, everybody knows what Demystify does. One casting cast, yeah. instant, destroy target enchantment. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we'll go to Elend Umbra. That's two casting cast, enchantment, aura, enchant, enchant creature. Enchanted creature gets plus zero, plus four, and it's a totem armor. Which I, I like it. I mean, yeah, it's cheap. Anything, any, any of the totem armors, as long as you're cheap, are going to be... Well, then give me something plus zero plus four. I mean, even in, like in limited, it's pretty nasty. Yeah. And is that Peter Pan in, I in think the elk? Is Peter Pan flying in a deer? <laughs> I mean, those total numbers are funny. They're great. I love them. So yeah, thumbs up. Thumbs up on that one. Small. It's very small. Okay, we got emerge unscathed. This is a one casting cost instant. Target creature you control gains protection from the color of your choice until end of turn. And this has got Rebound. I don't think it's bad. Now, is this one of the only Rebounds of Instance? As, or as an Instant? Like, I've, most of my senior stories. No, no green. There, there's a few there's of them. There's a few. Okay. 
Oh, like the pop up on stuff. Okay. Yeah, I think so you like this? Uh, I think obviously the Iron of the what's not Iron of the Pure? What's the other? Brave the Elements. Brave the Elements is probably a little better in standard, but limited wise, is this really, how can this really be bad? I mean, well, you can, you can use this in a multicolored deck. You could you could save a red creature with this card. You could save a black creature. You yeah. Could save a, I mean, with Spray the Elements, you can't. No. So, but you can save all your white creatures in a white weenie deck with Brave the Elements. So, which is really where you're only going to use that, but yeah, probably not going to be too relevant. Yeah. Okay, and then of course we got Gideon Jura. He's five casting cost Planeswalker. Starts out with six loyalty. Now his first ability it gives him plus two loyalty. And that is during target opponent's next turn, creatures that player controls attack Gideon Jura if fable. Yeah, but keep in mind that they, they're, they're, they're attacking him. They're attacking it's him. Distinct, you know, it distinctly says that. Yeah, they, you can't choose to have the damage so, go to you. But anyway, why don't you finish it up and then we'll... Well, we can talk about that ability. Well, that ability is amazing. That ability is great. That's probably, in my opinion, because, one, of, one of his better abilities. And the fact that it attacks him, like, if you, for some reason, let's say you have lethal on the board... And, you know, you have enough to kill somebody. All you know, they could have a whole army. They could have fifty creatures. Well, they're all attacking him, so you're not going to take any damage. Yeah. You lose a Gideon, but who cares? You're going to win next turn. So that's just ridiculous. I mean, yep. it's like the command for white. Is what people are saying. I, I love it. I think that ability is great. We'll just uh, move on. His negative two ability: destroy target tap creature. Mm. Oh, it's. Yeah, I mean, it's you good. might. He's going to use it. It's really good. I mean, again... It'll make him think twice. It'll make him think twice. Like, yeah, if I attack and I don't have enough damage to kill Gideon... Oh, it's a Night of the Valkyrie killer. It's a Night of the Valkyrie. You know, I think... Yeah. You attack with anything, it's dead. I mean, it... It's a good ability. And, of course, this is the the new thing. This is a zero ability. Is that until in a turn, Gideon Jura becomes a 6-6 human soldier creature... That's still a Planeswalker, but you prevent all damage that would be dealt to him this turn. Mm-hmm. So he's 6-6. Six, six. Really yeah. can't die, right? Nope. If you attack with him, there's really no risk. And you tap him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you tap, you just taste a tap Planeswalker. <laughs> yep. but, but when would you not attack? I mean, even if they have a 6-6 six, six out, he doesn't die, right? He doesn't take any damage. He doesn't die, no. Nope. And there's no way they can really wrath a god on their turn. They can't fireball him. They can't do anything, so... And although, and we got to clear this up too, but I mean, let's say you attack with him, and he's tapped, he stays tapped. Yeah. And when they go to attack you next turn, they can still target him. Yeah, he's, well, he's, he's not. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, so. he's always the planeswalker. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely, they can still attack him. Mm-hmm. But he's not going to lose any loyalty from the, the previous attack. No. Nope. He's, he's not indestructible per se, but how? I mean, I guess you could terminate him, right? You could. No. That's really the only risk. You can hex mage him still. You could. Well, you hex mage him either way. So turning yeah. him, which is irrelevant, but you could terminate him as a creature. I just really like the idea that you can attack with a six-six at will. So yeah, whenever you want. If you're not going to use the other abilities for whatever reason, you can really just attack at will without any risk. Yeah. Just to throw the game out of whack. He's a good card, of course. He's. I think he's a, probably the priciest card so far. Thirty-five to forty bucks. So I, if you pull the guy, keep it. That's good advice. Keep him. Yeah, get him I on, mean, well, get him at your pre-release. I don't. I don't see him ever being useless. I mean, he, I think everybody's gonna want him though. So you're not. You know, good luck trading for him. 
but well. you get them. But I mean, I guess the real the real question is what decks do you put him in as standard? I mean, he's probably going to be in some new deck, obviously. I see. I like I like red and white. Red and white. Would you ever put him in Naya? I mean, it's it uh, kind of a finisher, or I, I don't know about that. Creature removal. For Naya. Would you ever put him? And obviously, you wouldn't put him in. I don't know if I put him in Naya. I don't think he's aggressive. Isn't he kind enough. of like control all the way? I mean, he's like a yeah. He's more of a defensive guy. Uh-huh. You know, you really. But beyond that, he's just he's really or, or combo-y. Like he, I, I like the Kazool Tyrant of the Cliffs combo with him. Yeah, yeah. well, that's what Lunch Bucket was telling me. That I liked it. No, the last night he was talking about this. Yeah, guy. I told him that. Uh, lunch, lunch sex, and it was all him. Only well, we'll t- I'll talk to him yeah. actually, and I, I don't get the credit for that either because I got that off of, I think Manonation or something. So, no, actually, I don't know. Whoever you got it from. Of, yeah, whoever I got it from. Them. Props to but, one of the. Many, so but. what you do? You basically make them attack, and then what's. You're talking about Tyrant Eclipse where they got to pay three colorless mana? Every time they attack with a creature, they have to pay three colorless mana, or you get a 3-3 three, three ogre. Okay, sure. So basically, play. they're only going to have, like, what, six mana, or how much mana? Or if they if they have a swarm deck where they attack you with 15 guys, they, they're going to have to pay 15 times three mana. So well, that's a good combo. I like so, it. Tyrant Eclipse is actually really interesting, and this actually works. And you can get them for next to nothing. Interesting. Yeah, So bottom line is Gideon is ridiculous. Get him. Get him. Steal oh, him. the next card might be a little better than Gideon. Uh, yeah. Glory Seeker. Uh, what? Why they would reprint this? I just can't fathom. Uh, if somebody out there knows why they reprinted this or the reason, they got it. They yeah. I mean, let me. Know. The art's better now. Yeah, which is the same much. Then we have yeah. Guard Duty. Guard Duty, I think, is a okay. Guard Duty is a one casting cost enchantment aura. Enchant creature. Enchanted creature has Defender. I think it's good. Well, I think it's good in limited. In limited, yeah. I don't think you ever played in standard, but I think Never this standard, is no. really close to a must pick in limited. If you, especially if you're in white, for yep. so we haven't seen a, t- a lot of removal. You got to stop bombs, and this is <laughs> have to. And this is one of the only cards that can stop the big bombs because a lot of the removal in this set is targeting weaker, smaller creatures. So. Yeah. So I, I mean, good. You, I think for sure, get it, grab it right away. Harmless assault. Now, this is four casting costs instant. Basically, prevent all combat damage that would be dealt this turn by attacking creatures. You know, you actually might want to grab it in, uh... What is it? Limited? In Limited. Fog, kind of like... Yeah, because it's... I mean, the nice thing is that you can block and still deal damage. Yeah. But is that it's not really techy enough to make it worth four mana? Well, I'm just... I don't know if I'd like that too much, but... Just since it's... The lack of removal. Yeah, I mean... We're going to move on to Hedron Field Purist for three three casting costs. It's a leveler. It's a rare leveler. It's a human cleric. It starts out as a 0-3, and uh, it's three casting costs to level it up. And in levels 1 through 4, it becomes a 1-4. And if a source would deal damage to you or a creature you control, you can prevent one of that damage. Yeah. And then level 5 plus, it becomes a 2-5, and if a source would deal damage to you or a creature you control, you can prevent two of that damage. It's not bad. I've always liked cards that are that do this protection, you know, where it's like one less damage. I've yeah. never really made anything good with it, though. And it's never, in the, if you go look in the past, all these types of cards like this never well, really pan out. you know, the reason they never panned out before was because... The, the clerics would always, you'd always have to tap them yeah, and pay sure. 
Castle Men pay one white mana to prevent one damage. And this one's just automatic. So it's it's decent. It's not bad. I mean, you could you could have two in play, and then it, it gets kind of... slows them down. It's, yeah, it slows yeah, them. It's definitely casual playable, no question. It's yeah. not a bad card by any means. Nope. This card, I love this card. Hyena Umbra. It, in my opinion, is probably the best Umbra. There's one casting cost. Enchanted Creature gets plus one, plus one. First Strike. It's a totem armor. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, what more do you want? It's... And it's, again, we have another Wonder Woman. Yep. Well, no, it looks like... I don't know. Yeah, kind of like Wonder, Invisible Jet, Wonder Woman, Invisible Hyena. So basically, this is playable pretty much, to me, in almost in standard for in sure. anything, yeah. Limited. It's just... Limited for sure, standard for sure. You're going to see it. I mean, I've been hearing stories about the, the, these being tossed on Knights of Reliquary. Sure. I mean, just nasty card. We're going to move on to the next guy. Ikaral Outrider. Two casting cost leveler. This guy is, uh, starts out as a 1 2. He's four colorless to level up. So 1 through 3, he's a 2 6, and he's got vigilance. And level 4 plus, he's a 3 10 with vigilance. Yeah, I, I don't mess with this one as much. Yeah, it's, Again, a pretty, it's pretty, pretty pricey. But it is going to take it. If you have, you know, you obviously need to take creatures, and this is a creature you'll take because you can eventually pump it up. But yeah, and he and he's one of the easier ones to level if you're going to have to do it in limited. Um, next we got Kabira Vindicator, which is another leveler. It's four casting cost human knight that starts out as a two four. Now he's uh three casting or three casting cost to level up. Levels two through four, he becomes a three six, and other creatures you control get plus one plus one. Level 5 plus, he becomes a 4-8, and other creatures you control get plus 2 plus 2. That's really interesting. So he's, he kind of... I don't think he's bad. Well, I think... He's, I, right away, he's hard to kill. Yeah, that's true. He's a 2-4. Really, thinking limited, I really would pass him up. Really? Yeah, I just think that kind of... The, pu- the pumping other creature strategy is more weenie, right? So, like, if yeah. you deck with him... Yeah, you're right. I think... Uh, he's, no, he's definitely got his play. He's not going to have too many creatures out so he's. I don't see it. Yeah. I mean, just pump up your spawn tokens. That's true, but I don't know if you're playing with heavy white. I don't think you're gonna have a ton of spawn tokens. I mean, there's really not a lot I'm of spawn token makers in white. Pass on that one. I'm not sure. Yeah, that one's <laughs> not that great. It's hard for levelers because we just don't know. I mean, we yeah. know they're gonna be better than we think. I I know they're gonna be good. And we know that in limited, you're gonna want them because you need them, you need big creatures out. Mm-hmm. You're gonna want something that you can cast early on, and I'm so. I think the levelers are all gonna be viable in some way. As far yeah, as I think you're gonna see them in standard too. Well, yes, you're gonna want the standard without a doubt. Yeah, let's move. Well, speaking of, okay, this is a bad leveler that we that we know. This is actually, I think this ruined it for for them. I'm just gonna tell you what it is. It's the Knight of Cliffhaven. It's a two casting cost. The core knight starts out as a two two, and it's three colorless mana. To level it. And uh, levels 1 through 3, it's a flying 2 3. Levels 4 and up, it's a flying vigilance 4 4. Now, this is, the, I think, the first, the very first leveler they spoiled. Yeah, I, think uh, it, I think it left a bad taste in well, there. They also spoiled the chronologists and stuff during at the same time, didn't they? Uh, yeah, maybe they did. But I agree I, with you, yes. People were like, this is not good. And looking, even looking at this card now that. The, everybody's kind of stepped back and kind of thought about 
leveler. It's another one where, I mean, it's three colorless, which is a big deal. Yeah, because you don't... You, it's colorless, so it's... Uh, it's just so hard to and tell. It is one, one through three, so right away you can make it a two, three flying. Yeah, two, three flying. And, you know, in Zendikar Limited, like, Skyfisher was always really good, you know, because you, you know, just having that two, three flying so early on... But yeah, but that, that can't attack until turn three either. Yeah, exactly. That's my point. So, so that this, was actually this won't attack until turn three. Well, yeah, this this can attack turn three. Mm-hmm. And, you, and there's no well, the Skyfisher wasn't really a side effect. I mean, it wasn't really a negative thing. It was sometimes it benefited you. Yeah, but my point is, is that a two three flyer limited early on is actually pretty nasty. Yeah, so, so it's, it's not. I don't think it's as playable. Art is horrible. Art is terrible. She's like hatching out of a worm. All right, next we got the Core Line Slinger. It's two casting costs, zero one, Core Scout. You're going to tap him to tap target creature with power three or less. Yeah, you know, I'm for sure. Whatever. Really doesn't do much. I mean, no, I don't like it. you can tap levels, levels early on, but who cares? I mean, who cares? You, can still, we, you can still level them. Yeah, and then we go into, say, standard, and it's just never going to see play. It's a horrible card. Uh, next we got, actually I like this next card a lot. It's the Core Spirit Dancer. Two casting costs, zero two. It's a Core Wizard. Core Spirit Dancer gets plus two, plus two for each aura attached to it. Whenever you cast an aura spell, you may draw a card. I think it's alright. I think no, it's good. good. I, I, really limited wise, I don't know if you're going to play with it, but obviously yeah. can, someone's going to make an uh, aura deck. Meaning, like, they already have, they already have decks like that where you're running. Yeah, I, I ran into Chant. Yeah, but with her, it doesn't really, you, you know. Auras. Yeah, you need to have auras, so the Enchantress. But she still gives you the, she's still better than Enchantress, though, because she gives you the card draw, and she's one casting cost left. Yeah, but the Enchantress gave you the card draw from playing O-Rings and oh, from playing. Oh, that's right, because you cast an aura spell. Yeah. Oh, so she is. Usually not as good. She might be something you would add to that deck. I think a lot of people don't realize that when they when they see this card. Cause I didn't know that. Really. Yeah, I didn't. You know, actually, I didn't either. But it's. So I, I th- keep in mind, it's only when you cast an aura, and the best enchantments in standard are obviously O rings. Yeah. Rings. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the journey. Oh, journey to nowhere gets some play, but not not a lot. So but really, maybe not very good. You know what I would do? I would trade it's a casual trade thing. those away. Actually, like pretend like you're like struggling to trade it. Like I was gonna build that deck, but I'll trade. It. You know, I but I'd probably I'd probably be the guy that would be like, I'll take it. Yeah, well, so I wouldn't good. trade you a lot for it because it's gonna be a very casual deck you're gonna make with it. Oh, so. Next card, Light Mine Field, four casting costs. It's a rare enchantment, global enchantment. Whenever one or more creatures attack, Lightmine Field deals damage to each of those creatures equal to the number of attacking creatures. So, this card, I don't know. What does it do, really? It's an enchantment. So, it's global. It's out there. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't understand it. When one or more creatures attacks, it deals damage to each of those creatures equal to the number of attacking creatures. So, it... it 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 benefits your opponent also. Yeah, but obviously, I mean, you're going to use this in like like a blue white controller or something where you don't have a lot of creatures. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're gonna that way you can kind of control the amount of creatures attacking. 
Because you're going to attack with your Jar Jar, or you're going to attack with your well, one face. So it actually hurts your opponent because if they have like a bunch of creatures, all their creatures are going to get. Well, if they yeah. if they if they deti- yeah if they decide to swarm you with like you know fifty elves, all their elves are going to die. Hmm. So it is kind of an interesting card. So we have that one to really have to play with to really understand. I think it's got potential. Absolutely. Let's move on. We got uh, Lin Vala, the Keeper of Silence. It's four casting costs. Angel. It's a three four. It's a legendary angel. Yeah. It's a mythic card. Mm-hmm. It's a flying 3-4, and uh, activated abilities of creatures your opponents control can't be activated. Yeah, I mean, it's I like amazing. It. Well, the art's amazing. I'd, I'd tap that. You would hit that for sure. Tap it. Absolutely. And she's got scales. She's got scales? She's carrying scales. Oh, oh like, okay, I thought you meant like dragon scales. No. I wouldn't tap it then. <laughs> I wouldn't tap it because I'm married, so I would, would never do that. She'd find out. She would find you out. You had sure. money. I'd grow wings or something if I... Yeah. If you were rich and famous, you'd tap it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's amazing. It stops levelers. She yeah. stops levelers. You, your opponents can't well, she stops them. a lot of stuff. She yeah. stops hex mages. She stops Knight of the Reliquary. She stops... Yeah. Really good. Wow. It's good. It's not getting as much attention as it should. It will. The people are writing it off, and I think I have it'll. It's a good card. Lone missionary. Hmm. Two casting costs, two one. It's a core monk. When lone missionary enters the battlefield, you gain four life. I don't know. Maybe limited. Yeah. You gain four life. Why not? That's it. I mean, it's my favorite position. The lone mm. missionary. Really? The lone. <laughs> yeah. It's a good position. So fair enough. Yep. Luminous Wake, three casting costs. It's an aura. Whenever enchanted creature attacks or blocks, you gain four life. You know what? I I like game life stuff. Yeah, I know you do. And you like auras, so it's like a double whammy for you. Yeah. I mean, I guess you put it on like an unblockable creature or something or some flying guy that you have in limited and you're gaining life. It's not terrible. Put it on your primer captains. Mm. Just really That's pretty sick. Really <laughs> Turn three, you know, you get that Whoa. out. It's, gonna it's be not a great card. All right, McKinney Griffin, forecasting cost two, four flyer. Just a... F- Enough said. That's all it is. All right, Mammoth Umbra. And this is a five casting cost totem armor. Shannon Creature gets plus three, plus three vigilance. This is the first Umbra they spoiled, which... We didn't think it was good because it, it was, was a bad umbra. It's five cast cost. It's probably not that. Yeah, good. you're just like, well, it's play with the blue one and limited because it gives it flying. So yeah, vigilance is really rough. okay. Near death experience, five casting cost, heavy white payment on that. It's in it's in a global enchantment. It's a rare. Mm-hmm. It's the beginning of your upkeep. If you have exactly one life, you win the game. Yeah, these these win the game condition cards are always casual. Not even. I mean, is, do you think somebody's even going to try to make a deck? I think they will. This? Somebody will. This? Why not? Art's really good. I mean, yeah, I can understand with fetch lands. You can, you know, you can wait and hold on to them and just ping, ping, It's ping. pretty tough. And you know, you're really taking a chance that they're not just going to. You got to make sure they're not going to just finish you off. I. It's just really casual. That's it. It's just really that dumb. Is, yep. Trade them away. <laughs> Throw them away. Nomads assembly. Now, this is six casting cost sorcery. Let's you put a 1-1 one, one white core soldier creature token onto the battlefield for each creature you control. And then it has rebound. Yeah. 
I, I think it's, it's good. I think it's really good limited. I think it's nice to get them. I think you could, what, you marshal coup, and then next turn you could, uh, you know, play this. Yeah, I don't think it's going to have much standard implications. But Marshall Coup's going to be rotating out, so maybe it'll sort of yeah. replace that. But you got to realize you're not going to have a lot of creatures to begin with if you're playing Marshall Coup. Well, that's why you're playing. You're going to well, have yeah, five creatures. that's true. That's right, Marshall Coup makes creatures. Yeah, it's not Day of Judgment, so. Yeah. So you got five, then you go. People you know, will then like, I got ten, then you got twenty. People will know. like this card. There's no question. You can probably trade it. It'll be pretty casual. Uh, but I, I, I like it. I like that. Draft this card, though, if you're playing white. Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Moving along. Here we go. Oust. One white mana. This is sorcery. Put target creature into its owner's library second from the top. Its controller gains three life. Love it. Yeah, I don't know why they have the three life clause. It's really strange. Because it would be broken. If it you think? Well, it's really good. I mean, I, I, this card is just its so good that I don't think people realize how good it is. I, you know, the sorcery hurts it. That The gaining the three life, who cares? It doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. But the sorcery hurts it a little bit, but it's it's great. Yeah, I mean, I, and I think you're going to see this. Well, there's not a lot of removal in this, well, especially doing the draft. Yeah, you know, and in control decks, this is really, really interesting because you're just going to, you're really going to slow somebody down from not only removing their creature, but you're gonna, they're going to lose a card draw in a way, too. Yeah. Extra card, so boy, this is, I love it. Yeah, and I know a lot of people are going to say, well, there's a lot of creatures, you know, like with Jund, you know. Well, do you really want to put, like, a Thrinax? Oh, yeah, I do. Of course. Not yeah. a Blood Great Elf, but every most, you know, Thrinax or Future Beach. Beach. Yeah, I mean, they're going to cascade into it next turn if they play the, Brub, the Blood Braid, but who cares? I agree. I love it. Just slowing them down. That's all that matters. Love that card. Yep. Very, very good. Very good. Puncturing Light. Two casting costs instant, destroy target attacking or blocking creature with power three or less. Another very specific targeted. It would have been better had it been converted mana cost three or less, but I think it's more Black's Realm. So yeah. it's still useful, but it, you're not going to, there's no room for it in standard. Do you grab it in limited? Maybe, like, later on. Uh, I wouldn't even, this is better, better stuff. Repel the Darkness, three casting costs instant. Tap or tap up to two target creatures. Draw a card. Mm -hmm. Not bad. Not bad. I, again, I, it's limited playable. You get to replace it. You know, it's a fog, basically. They're not going to be attacking with more than two creatures, most likely. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, definitely very playable. Never, You'll never see it in standard. No, no way. Okay, then we got Smite, which is a, uh, it's an old card, reprinted. Yep. One casting cost, instant. Destroy target blocked creature. Yeah, and that's amazing in limited. I think you have to pick that. If yeah, it's I think it's saying. I think it's great way to get rid of stuff. It's it's on par. Yeah, some of the walls it makes the walls a little better. So yeah, great card. I, I don't see it in standard really. Let's target blocked creature. Yep. So you have to block their creature. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you're right. Got it's it. good. Souls attendant one casting cost one one basically. Soul Warden. Soul Warden, which is really strange why they would add another Soul Warden to the mix. Yeah, but eight Soul Wardens in the deck. Why would they do that? I don't know. Maybe Soul Warden's out of M11, maybe? maybe, maybe. Yeah, obviously it's not going to make it to M11. That's just my guess, seeing this. I mean, there, it's, there's probably, I, I would guess they're having some issues on what they're trying to fit into M11. Sure. And this is just 
something that they want in they so want they want standard, but I, the art's not that good. I like the uh, Soul Warden oh, like yeah, that's not ten times better. So I don't know. Again, in limited, do you, do you really? I mean, do you pick it up in limited? It's not a bad pick. It's not a bad. I'm not gonna pick a lot of weenies though. And the thing, the thing is, is this card is a little different than Soul Warden because it's whenever another creature. Soul Warden was whenever eight creatures, including herself. Okay. So it's a little less. It's not as good as the Soul Warden. Mm-hmm. Um, we got Soulbound Guardians, which are five casting costs, four or five Defender Flying. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It's okay. No big deal. We got Stalwart Shield Bearers, two casting costs. This is zero three Defender. Other creatures you control with Defender get plus zero plus two. Yeah. Pointless. Um, no reason. Alright, Student of Warfare, mm-hmm. which is a one casting cost, it's white. Starts out as a one one. And to level him up you gotta pay one white. Levels two through six, he's a first strike three three. Yep. Level 7 plus, he's a double strike, 4-4. Four, four. Yep. Just and ridiculous. Everybody right? loves this guy, and he's amazing. Art's yeah. not the best. <laughs> not really. Not the best. Like, this guy's amazing. I mean, he's just a turn 3, or turn 2, rather, 3-3 three, three first strike, you know, attacking. Yeah. It's just insane. I don't care what format, you know, as far as limited or standard. He's playable. You can't, you can't get much better than that. 4-4 four, four double strike. 4-4 four, four doesn't seem like a lot, but you got to remember that it's for, it's technically 4-4 four, four first strike. 8 plus, damage if it goes through. Yeah. Some block is 8 damage. Insane. So. Obviously, everybody knows. It's a really good card. Yep, it deserves it's a prayer spot for sure. Get him, pick him up. All right, survival cash. Three casting costs. It's a sorcery. You gain two life. Then if you have more life than an opponent, draw a card, rebound. Obviously, white, you know, you're going to draw a card. I would never, I, I just don't see it used for it at all. Yeah, well, gain life decks maybe, I don't know. Good luck. Yeah. Time of Heroes, two casting costs, it's an enchantment. Each creature you control with a level counter on it gets plus two, plus two. Yeah, it's pretty conditional, but maybe if you're if you're drafting a lot of levelers and you come across this card, it's not really a bad thing. Not bad. I mean, the student student of warfare isn't legendary. You can have multiples in a deck. Yeah, that's true. So, but I don't know the pure. You, well, you have to have. They have to have at least one level counter on them. Which is gonna. Which is probably it's, it's gonna. Always so. too, I mean, it's not bad. And it's two. It's two cast costs. It's cheap. It's an uncommon. Not bad. Totem guide heart beast. <laughs> Five casting costs, two five. When Totem Guide Heart Beast enters the battlefield, you may search your library for an aura card, reveal it, put it into your hand, and shuffle your library. Obviously, you know, yeah, it works with the Spirit Dancer. I wouldn't say it's a great card. What does the butcher say? Oh. <laughs> so you search for an aura card. Oh, you can read it. <laughs> oh. I'm going to read the card. Well, I was just so impressed with the art. Yeah, it's, 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 like, like, it's like a giant elk. You know, it looks like it's uh, rib cage is exposed for some reason. It's like dead. Put it in your hand. I mean, is this, this isn't the second coming of Stoneforge. I mean, it's just, it's five casting costs. It's just not really that good. I mean, yeah. maybe, if, if I guess the totem armors turn out to be just amazing. There, it's nice yeah. for limited because you can kind of two for one, I guess, and search for something. And it's a two five, but yeah, I'm not too impressed. All right. I'll read this one. Just kidding. Go ahead. All right, Transcendent Master, three casting costs. It's a mythic rare. It's uh, that's not even legendary. 
Nope. But it's a human cleric avatar. Starts out as a 3 3. It's a leveler. Now, it's only one colorless to level it up. Which I love. Which is great. Yep. And here's the thing level 6 through 11. So it takes a while. 6 through 11, it's a lifelink 6 6. Yep. Levels 12 and up, it becomes a lifelink transcendent master is indestructible. And he's a 9 9. <laughs> That's amazing. He's great. I mean, he's just awesome. I mean, he's a three casting cost three three. Worst case scenario. Exactly. And you only got to dump, you know what? You got to dump. Well, you got to dump six mana into him to get him six six lifelink. So it's a bit of a takes a little bit. You don't have to do it right away. I mean, you can take your time with it. You could. A six six. I don't lifelink. see. I think he's amazing. I think it's it takes a little longer to level him, but obviously because he's that good. He's great. You know, a lifelink on a big creature. Uh, we don't have to explain how good that is. Mm-hmm. Well, that's awesome. All right, then we got Umbra Mystic three casting cost two two. It's a human wizard. It's a rare. Yeah. Uh, auras attached to permanents you control have totem armor. So any aura. That's no, really pointless. I mean, I don't know any other. You think about limited too. I guess any auras you play with are going to have totem armor already. Yeah, pretty much. But I guess it makes it more viable. I mean, there's I guess there's some auras out there like I don't know what was that. What was that really overpriced? The Double little, your life aura. Yeah. Zendikar, yeah, celestial mantle. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's, yeah, well, it makes it makes it somewhat. It looks slam. like mom. I mean, it's. It looks like it looks like the butcher's mom. Yeah, yeah actually, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty close. You it does just, actually. Yep. yep. That's, that's exciting. I'm talking about the uh, animal. That's exciting. Wolf looks like your mom. Thank you. We got. <laughs> <laughs> we got wall of omens. Oh boy. I don't know, this this card, I don't know. Yeah. Wall of Omens, two casting cards, zero for Defender. When all Wall of Omens enters the battlefield, you draw a card. Yep. It's a good card. Everybody's excited. I, I love it. I'm excited. I, you know, I think it's good, but you know what? What? Whatever happened to Perverter Captain? Yeah, but, you, but this is a, you know, argument. Yeah, you get to draw a card. You draw a card in white. Yeah, but. I mean, it's amazing. Perverter Captain, come on. It's a one-drop, zero four. So what? I, I understand the drawing the card. It's nice. It's great. It's but, insane, because you're replacing the card, instantly you play it. Yeah. And it's something that people aren't really going to want to kill, because you don't want to waste a removal yeah, on the wall. Yeah, that's true. But, but it's still going to block, like, a lot of creatures. Yeah. It's so good. But the hype I'm hearing, I know, is that, you know, the drawing the card is great. It's really great, especially for white. But... A lot of people are saying the zero four is just ridiculous at that cost. I mean, it's like there are other cards. Well, permanent captain's a one drop zero four wall, and you gain life. You gain life. Drawing a card is better than getting two life. Yeah, I don't care if you gain six life. You know, drawing that extra card is so nice. Uh, He's good with permanent captain. Yeah, he's better. He's even better with Perimeter Captain. But perimeter I, I see what you're saying. I mean, you're saying a lot of people are saying, well, this is a Jun killer and all that. All yeah, that well, that's getting it. a lot of hype. I don't think yeah, it's I, that. I understand the drawing the card is really nice. It is. It, obviously, everybody's blue-white control. It you go, really you know. is. In the context of the current environment, it's just the right card at the right time, basically. So yeah. it's not like the the most expensive. And the only cards I've seen so far that are being basically added to blue-white control are Wall of Omens and Deprive, and, and that's it. It's not like it's the best card ever printed. It's just, right now, it's just perfectly perfect for blue-white control. Yeah, it but I, you have a blue-white control. You got The current model of blue-white control really is... Wiping the board. Wipe the board. Wipe yeah, the but board. That's, that's why drawing a card is more relevant. 
Yeah, but because you're gonna, and that's you know, you can hold off. What you want to do with blue eye control is you want to hold off, let them yeah, yeah, support creatures. And this is gonna at least you know you're not gonna take as much damage. You know, against red deck wins, and it's just there's, there's everything yeah. is good about this card. And it's a great I, I, by all means. I mean, it is. It's get definitely him. get them, get them limited. Is it? It'll be. It'll be limited too. Absolutely, and you might as well pick them up now because they're probably gonna end up maybe gonna, like two dollars or three dollars, which isn't a lot, but. Well, for uncommon, it won't be like six bucks like Bloodbraid Elf. I don't even see it going over a buck. No. It's not going to like kill John. It's not going to be the end of John. It's, it's, it's just it's going to remind it's going to remind John that Future Leech is actually really good, and they should put it back in the deck. Get out. So now we move on to the colorless spells, and uh, the first one is all is dust. Mm-hmm. Seven casting cost. Tribal sorcery, Eldrazi, as people know, it's tribal, meaning if you have the... You have the tokens, you can sack them. I have, we'll, get, well, you can sack a token regardless. I'm talking about yeah. the, that, uh, what's that? Oh, temple? Temple, there you go, thank you. The yeah. temple, you Eldrazi know, temple. Et cetera, et cetera. It's mythic. Each player sacrifices all colored permanents he or she controls. So, yep. you know, my first instinct with this card was, I, I was just like, this is the best card ever. Because it's like graphic. I, I didn't, I thought it was... I thought it was kind of like I'm. It's an overpriced. Yeah, I liked it because it reminded me of Planar Cleansing. Like, yeah, I like it, really that good. I like it because it was Wrath of God for green, or Wrath of God for mono red, yeah. Wrath of God for every color. But it's it's more than Wrath of God. Well, yeah. that's what. You, but that's fine though. I mean, it's not like, for example, like you could put it like saying a red deck wins, which would be kind of weird, but you could. Yeah. And you could red deck wins a Wrath of God, which would yes. hurt red deck wins at all because all its creatures don't really stand. Yeah, you're right. So to me, that right. implication is really interesting. So it's so it started out good to you. Now, why don't you think? Well, it's I just think the seven mana is a little high, and like people kept talking about, you know, like you were saying, the other white one, the Planar cleansing. <laughs> cleansing. It's just like oh, it's, it's, it's terrible. But then again, seven mana in this environment, this new environment. I think it. See, I initially didn't think it was that good, and now I think it's a lot better. I'm, and I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking more about Everflowing Chalice. And and cards like that, yeah. you know, that are that good. Are gonna, you know, they're gonna make it through. Well, obviously, any type of Eldrazi deck well, is gonna be really Chalice. good. Yeah, exactly. It's gonna be really good because it doesn't kill your Eldrazi creature or artifacts or exactly. It's really obviously. It's I think it's a card to pick up because you got Scars and Mirrodin coming out too. Bottom line is, it's really good, and you it's should really you should get them. And what you know, it goes for fifteen go bucks back right now. Fifteen. Bucks. A little high. It'll be about. It'll be fifteen bucks. I think it's not going to go much higher. I don't think it'll go up higher than that. Artisan of Kozalik. nine casting cost. Another Eldrazi. These are all going to be Eldrazi spells, right? Yeah. Eldrazi creature. Ten nine. When you cast him, you may return a creature from your graveyard to the battlefield, and he's got Annihilator too. So I think the, the consensus with pretty much all these is going to be they're all good. They're, they're all, all playable. Good. They're all limited. Some are better than the others, but... They're, they're all no-brainers for limited. This guy is really good, because you you get to pull a creature out of your graveyard, put it into play only as, it, as you cast him. So if they counter it, you still get the creature out of your graveyard. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Good. And he's a 10-9. With a, I mean, Annihilator, as we know, Annihilator is just ridiculous. I mean... I don't know. I'm, I'm almost scared to go to this pre-release. Really? Just these... I just I'm really curious to see how this annihilator is going to work out. Just to see how much of a impact it's going to have. I mean, obviously in the pre-release it's going to be a big deal because you're just going to be seeing 
these cards, you know. But I'm kind of curious in standard how is how how Annihilator is going to play. That's that's the big question, and, and probably yeah. when Shards is gone, we'll see him more often. Yeah, which would be scarier. It's going to be really interesting. But it'll, it'll, I'll tell you what, in the pre-release, it's going to be fun. I mean, being able to attack with these big ten nines and ten tens. Well, hopefully, hopefully I can attack with them and not my opponent. Exactly. That's what matters. Then they're cool. Then they're really cool. But anyway, really good. To me, one of the top picks for your limited stuff. You gotta have it. I mean, you gotta get. You gotta have some of these bombs. You gotta. You gotta better. have it. He's an uncommon. You can get him. You can get him. Eldrazi Conscription is an eight casting cost. This is another tribal enchantment. Rare. Rare aura. So it's an enchant creature. Enchant creature gets plus ten, plus ten, and annihilator two. Trample. Oh, it doesn't get trample. Trample. Oh, good lord. Oh, good lord. Trample, too? Oh. Uh, you know, I'm not a, I really don't like auras, but how could you really say no to this card? I mean, it could take, you could take a 1-1 one, one and make it ridiculous. You could, yeah. I mean, it's basically just like, it's like having an Eldrassi creature, basically. I'd say for sure, I'd say definitely you want to do it in the limited. Yeah, I think... Because there's not a lot of removal... That's gonna well, but uh, quick change your put it on a creature. Yeah, there's not. You're saying you're not gonna be like a two for one. There's not a lot of instants. Yeah, there, there, where they're gonna just destroy it as you cast it. Yeah, and it's safe. So it's pretty safe. And boy. Yeah, I mean, if you have a ten ten, you know, which is gonna be like say a twelve twelve or thirteen thirteen with trample and annihilator too. It's game over. So, so again, really good. Um, and we have a miracle. Is it Urkel? I say Emrakul. 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 Emrakul, the Eons Horn. Eons? Good lord. This this card's meant for me. Emrakul, the Eons Torn. Yep. Uh, This is the best one, right? I, I, you know, obviously it's the most powerful one. Yeah. I don't know if it's the best because you've got to take the the cost. Well, it's 15 casting cost. Yeah. This one's legendary. When you, it can't be countered. When no. you cast it, you take an extra turn. After this one, yeah. It has flying, protected from colored spells, annihilator six. And if it does die, you shuffle back into your library. Which, not, which makes yeah. it even that much better for limit. I mean, these these cards are so good limited in this. Yeah. Fifteen, fifteen. So it's a, I mean, what everybody knows about it. It's just you you win the game if you can. How do you how do you stop it? Hmm. How about that? Has anybody even said, well, in, like, let's say he gets out into play. In limited, you're asking how you stop it. Or in, or in standard, which one? Well, I'll say limited first. Well, you can't put those enchantments on it. You, you can vendetta it, but then you're you're going to take 15 damage. You can't vendetta that. Oh, so you can't. No colors. Yeah, you, you can't kill it. That's right. Cause you can make them sack it. Yeah, but you still, but all the sacking stuff, sorcery speed. Is it? 90% of it was, right? Like the two... I'm going to research the one, that one. The one black one, the uh, the vapors. The rebounds. The vapors was a sorcery. Yeah. It's not going to be instant speed sack a creature. So, so really, you can't kill this card. Nope. So you're going to get one attack at fifteen fifteen with an Annihilator six. So unlimited, you win the game if this hits the table. He comes out, man. I do not see a way to stop him. In instant, standard. Instant. It's really the same thing. It's pretty much the same thing. Because there's nothing that can really kill it that isn't... Well, that's not totally true. Because remember, it's only colored spells. So Oblivion Ring, can, he can target it. Yeah, but that's a sorcery. And that's a sorcery, so you're still taking... Yeah, that's good. So there's a, once he comes out... There's one scenario, I think it was like... 
Vasquez collar, right? You were seeing on. Yeah, the, the only scenario I can think of is actually having something out in play, and it doesn't matter if it's colored or not. Was Vasquez collar? Well, no, because he's. That's colored spells that he has protection from, not not uh, abilities. So you could see so if you had the spark creatures. Name is. I mean, if I, if I had a sixteen sixteen red creature out, that could kill him. Yeah, but good luck. But I'm just saying. The, the, I think the only way you can really deal with him is having something on the board already. Like Nighthawk would kill it, right? Yeah, but not at instant speed. No, but if you have a Nighthawk in play, they really can't attack you. Yeah, they can, because you're going to have to sacrifice six things. Yeah. Okay. Well, the bottom line is we're going to we can do this all day. It's really it's pretty good. Jeez. It's it's a must. It's a first pick. As most of these Eldrazi's are limited, it's good. It's going to be actually playable in standard. Everybody's going to want it. It's the pre-release card, so its value might not get too out of hand. Yeah, I think it will. I don't think it'll go. I don't think it'll get out of hand. Yeah, these cards don't go too crazy. Although figure destiny got pretty high, but it's just awesome. So good luck. Hopefully you get one of those. And well, you will. Them. You will get one of them, but you <laughs> won't be able to play with it. Yeah. Then we have hand of a miracle. A miracle. Uh, miracle. <laughs> nine casting cast. Nine casting cast. Yes. Yeah. Nine casting cost seven seven. Uh, instead of paying his mana cost, you can sacrifice. For spawn tokens, which I think is really relevant. Yeah, it has annihilator one, and if you think, if you look, it's only a seven seven. So if you look at it closely, it's really a seven seven is a pretty weak Eldrazi. But it's a pretty good creature. It's a good I mean, creature. But my point is, is, they made it weak because it must be that ability to sack four L spawn tokens it must, must be, be pretty, pretty easy. Pretty easy. Yep. Yeah. So I think he again is one. He's a common. I think you really you, you in limited. You want that right away. Don't yeah. let your opponents grab that. You know, or, you know, who you're pat- if you're playing draft. Yeah. Because even you know, even annihilator one is still a pain because you're going to take away one of their mana sources. You're going to take away something. You're going to take away something. Yeah. So he's really good. And he, they could block him and kill him, but at least you destroy some. Kozilek, butcher of truth. This is the first spoil card, so it's kind of special. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ten casting cost twelve twelve. Uh, when you cast it, you draw four cards. Has Annihilator four, and uh, if it dies, same deal as a miracle. It gets shuffled into your library. So again, and this one's legendary also, and mythic, just amazing. I mean, obviously, drawing the four cards in limited is, is amazing. Yeah. You know, Annihilator four is amazing. I mean, the only, the only thing is, you know, you he comes into play, you won't be able to attack with him. That turn, but well, the opponent's going to be sweating pretty bad. If, if yeah, guy. you don't want to see. And that you get to drop cards. You cast him, so you're going to have some other stuff in your hand. So it's amazing. Yeah, good card. It that betrays twelve casting cost eleven eleven. Another Eldrazi creature. It's only a rare. It's not legendary. Has annihilator two. When an opponent sacrifices a non-token permanent. Put that card onto the battlefield under your control. So it's really kind of a conditional ability. I like it. Not relevant and limited as far as his ability is concerned. Mm. No, you could kind of draft around it maybe like if you... Well, no, because he has Annihilator too. Oh, so that's a good are, point. They are sacking things. That's a good point. He's, he's an engine to himself. Yeah, so. very good. So we, what I was, was going to say too is either way, he's still an 11-11 Annihilator too. You're still going to want him. 
But you just made the point that a good point that yeah he's yeah annihilator they they they're sacking that's why these guys are so scary. Well, basically, I mean, this one is another one where if he attacks, you pretty much win the game. Well, yeah, if he attacks, they're sacking two things that you get. Nice. So it's it's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm gonna be putting him in a deck. He he makes that, me, I, that he I have makes you want to be a Timmy. I mean, that's gonna be fun. Well, yeah. And again, it, I'm not sure. We're not really sure on the standard implications of any of this stuff. The Eldrazi? No. It's not going to go. Well, and we'll talk about that. We'll talk more about deck archetypes and stuff like that on our next podcast. But, but yeah, we, we all have our opinions on where we think things will go. Not of this world. Seven casting cost, tribal instant Eldrazi. This is uncommon. And this is really a confusing, I mean, not really confusing, but just poorly templated, but anyway, counter-target spell or ability that targets a permanent you control. So far, you know, you saw counters, if somebody targets something, you can counter it. Now, if if it's targeting something with power 7 or greater, so one of your Adrazis, yeah. it's free. Yeah. I just, I just don't really like it. I mean... You really are you really going to need to save an Eldrazi from something in limited? There's no way. Uh, no, obviously this card is for when people decide they're going to make All an Eldrazi control deck. Eldrazi and deck. Like, once they get it out, you got a free counter spell. So maybe that one, I would almost not even draft that one. I don't think not. Unless, yeah, unless you got some kind of deck that with a bunch of walls, Eldrazis, and and wow. then that guy, then have fun. Path Razor of Ulamog. 11 casting costs 9-9, nine, nine, Annihilator 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, can't be blocked by uh, 3. Can't, cannot be blocked except by 3 or more creatures. Great. So, amazing. Great yeah. card. Great uh, card. Cause, I mean, he's... He's just nasty because you're going to attack with, a, with he, Annihilator 3. They're sacking 3 permanents. They're sacking 3 permanents, <laughs> and they're probably not going to be able to block it. Amazing. You win. Just amazing. So, uncommon card. Uncommon. So you should be able to get one. Skittering Invasion, seven costing, seven casting, I can't say casting cost, you know what I'm saying? You're the butcher. Seven costing cost. Sean Connery, butcher. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Connery. Tribal Sorcery, Eldrazi, uncommon. Put five zero one spawn tokens in, you know, as we know the spawn tokens you can sack to add one. Seven, seven mana for five. I, I love it. Yeah. I love good. it. I love it in, in Limited for green. sure. Cause it's, Green's green to me. It's gonna, but see, limited. It's gonna, it's a two, it's two and one. I mean, it's gonna let you have a bunch of tokens out, which yeah. can help you get your Adrazis out. Yeah, it's, it gives you some sack fodder if you need it. Someone yeah, does so attack. Turn seven, you play it. You'll have five. So what next turn? Let's say manage to drop a land. Was that thirteen land? I mean, you, I mean, you're set. Exactly. That's a good way to look at it. Amazing. Spot of Olamog, ten casting cost. Eldrazi creature, rare. Seven eleven, mm-hmm. annihilator one, and then you can pay the four mana uh, as an activated ability to put two zero one spawn tokens in, and then if you can put twenty mana in to cast any number of Aldrazi cards you own from outside the game without paying their mana cost. And just so you know, the limited implications of that is anything in your sideboard or in standard, anything in your sideboard is when you can use that ability. I think it's the worst one. Uh, I don't think so. Because I like, I think it's the I like the idea because you can. It's a seven eleven. It's got eleven defense, so it's not really going to die. Yeah, but you're not going to have twenty mana. Well, no, that, the main ability is pointless in limited. Yeah, absolutely, but the fact that you can pay four to dump these tokens out. But by that point, are you, why would you even care? Yeah, if you have this. I mean, that's a good point. But you can still you can still use it 
Well, you, know, you can have him attack and still use that ability when he's tapped. Yeah. I think it's pretty relevant. I, I think it's pretty good. Yeah, you can make little chump blockers. Not great. Because his annihilator is only one. So You still want him, though, if you can get him. Oh, you, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, you want to get any of these. At least have a few of them. Maybe yeah. two, three in a deck. Not sure unlimited. It, it's going to be tough. I think I'm going to run about two or three. Least, I'm not going to go any higher than that. Oh, man. You're not going to want to run like ten or anything stupid like that, but yeah. I'm going to run five? I don't know, man. Maybe. Really? Man, I'm just going to keep saying I don't know, man. No, no. Well, you don't, yeah. I'll, I'll, you go, I'll go erect. I'll, I'll see tell you tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow. Ulamog, the infinite guyer. I love him. 11, 11 casting cost. Mm-hmm. 10 10. Yep. He's legendary. One of the big ones. Mythic Eldrazi. When you cast him, you destroy one permanent, which is pretty, you know, which is pretty cool, right? Annihilator four, indestructible, and if he's put into a graveyard, which you know is not going to happen too often, he's he's um, shuffled back into your library. He's a ten ten. So indestructible, an indestructible ten ten is ridiculous. I mean, there's no question. Yeah. Throwing one permanent is actually a lot better than you would think because it's really good. You get to pick, you know, what. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, these Eldrazi, the only way you're really going to be able to deal with them is like having something that's already on the board, okay. like a Cunning Spark Mage yep. with the Basilisk color. Yep. So, you know, he comes out, he's like, no, nah, I don't think so. Let's try something. See ya. And then yeah. with the Annihilator 4 is really nice. It's huge. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's amazing. Very good, very good. And then we have, finally have uh, Ulamog's Crusher. Ulamog. Ula, Allah. Allah. It's Ula. Ulamog's Crusher. Eight casting cost. Eight eight. Annihilator two. Mm-hmm. Common. Uh, he attacks each turn, which really isn't a down. I mean, duh. Great. You're gonna attack with him. Really good. That's this is the guy you're gonna see. Yep. Basically, this is this is the guy. Well, you're is there any other comments? He's like the only common Eldrazi, right? I'm just. Oh, then the hand of a miracle is also a common. I don't think you're going to see that one so much. Well, you're going to see all of them. <laughs> I mean, you're going to, you know, that's what's nice. There's a reason they put them at common, so you can actually get them in limited. Yeah, but the Crusher, I think, is going to be... He's pretty good. Pretty nasty. Yeah. I mean, 8-8, eight, eight, Annihilator 2. Annihilator's just so nasty. I mean, there's no question. Yeah, it's going to be tough to deal with. So, there you have it. There's the colorless Eldrazi spells. Yep. Uh, I don't know. I mean, what do you think these colors so far? Well, blue did. I thought blue did a lot better than I was. I don't think it did as good as I thought. I think there's a lot of tricky things in there yeah. that that will just kind of we'll have to wait and see. It's definitely going to be better after. It'll be better and limited than it's been. Yeah, I, I think it's alright. White is obviously. I mean, it pretty much goes. White was the best. White's the best color. I mean, there's no question. White is their favorite. Yep, and then I would say probably green is second place, without a doubt. Ah, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think so. I think it's... I think it goes white, green, red... Green and blue are pretty close. I don't think so. I think I green got some really good good stuff. I mean, Green did get some good channelers, stuff. Channelers, that, that elf, the, so a lot of their levels. are pretty conditional. I, I mean, it isn't, isn't load up. But, I mean, I, 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 I definitely, definitely white. Definitely white for sure, the best. Yep. It, well, if you're not counting the colorless, which is well, the colorless stuff's obviously the best, but it's not. Yeah, we're not talking about that in this argument. I think white did did the best. Yep. Obviously, the worst. Red was red. There's no question. Red was 
just a it's joke. It's not that surprising. I mean, they don't usually give... Red always... You know, well, I was expecting something. Red mages are... People that play red are actually... They got the dragon. They got the dragon rider. He's he's good. People that play red are actually pretty patient people. You know, like, they don't they don't complain a lot. Like you were saying to me earlier. Yeah, yeah. Like the blue mages who complain red, about everything. Yeah, red... Yeah, and that, that's something we'll get into next week yep. when we, we talk about counter spells and blue mages and <laughs> miners and, and red mages who aren't. But So definitely, overall, I mean, how can you not like this set? It's got I something. think this is one of the best sets. I've, I've, I'm really anticipating this set. You've done know. a really good job. I'm going crazy looking at the spoilers. And Limited is going to be ridiculous. I mean, it's going to be a lot of fun. Who doesn't? Everybody wants to play like ten tens and stuff. You know, even if you're oh, like you, a, even the blue mages that, exactly. that are all about you know, like I want to take fifteen minute turns. And <laughs> I really want you know you do nothing and Into watch. Royal that. Yeah, whatever. whatever. <laughs> just me. That's me, by the way. Yeah, that's, that's not how he sounds. That's just I was doing just a general blue mage impression. Sure. Yeah, but uh, but even it, even even the the butcher is going to be playing. It's going to be a cards. lot of fun. I mean, I'm really looking forward to the pre-release and the release and any type of limited events. I can't wait till it goes on Magic Online. Yeah, that's. I mean, we mainly play online, but we, we're out and about too. I think it's a good set, and I think it's. I think it's a good direction they're taking the game. Slowing it down. Slow it down. Make it. You know, and I'm. I'm not a huge control player, but I, I like the. Uh, I like the option of being able to make a control deck. So. There you go. You might, you, someday you might make a control deck then. Oh, yeah. With enchantments. Uh, yeah, I have control decks with enchantments and that. <laughs> well, Let's talk about my deck. Next week, next, next week we're going to have uh, Lunch Sack. I, I say Lunch show, Bucket. Lunch Bucket on the show. And, like, you, we already kind of talked about what we're going to talk you know, what we're going to say next week or what we're going to talk well, about. We'll talk about, we'll obviously talk about our pre release experience. Yep. I mean, that'll probably be a big part of it. We're going with Lunch Bucket and uh, his buddy Splat. We'll try to structure the show. We'll start structuring the show, maybe start with some news. Then get into, like, you know, our fav- our current decks we're playing. Maybe yeah. talk about what we think, you know, how standard. Yeah. You know, we're really into standard, so we're going to talk a lot about standard. And Obviously, stuff. We're, we're, we're standard. We don't play a lot of it. We don't play any extended, I'll be honest. And, uh, you know, again, we want comments and feedback. Mm-hmm. And it's... What do you want? Powercreeps.wordpress.com is our website. Yeah. You can leave comments on there, and you can contact us on there. And just tell us what you think. What do you think of our, you know, the show? Every Friday we're going to do it. Every Friday. We're going to keep talking about magic. And that really wraps up episode two. Anything else you want to say? That's it, man. No shout-outs today? Well, yeah, we can shout-out to Lunch Bucket again. Lunch Bucket and Splat. Splat. <laughs> shout-out to the Butcher's Mom. The butcher's mom. Who's? Oh, that's my mom. Yeah. Thanks. I'll just tell her later. You'll you'll see her tonight. Tell <laughs> her in person. I'm gonna be busy tonight. Oh, you you, you can see. call her for me. Just tell her tell her some other time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Everybody, good luck on your pre-release again. Yep. And uh, we will see you next week. Next week we won't see you, but you'll hear us. They'll hear our beautiful voices. We are the Power Creeps. This is the Creepcast. It's a podcast. <laughs> <laughs>